0: Geo and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio to talk some trade deadline in baseball. Joining us right now is Bobby Valentine, former manager of the Rangers, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Chiba Latte Marines, and current AD at beautiful, wonderful, magical Sacred Heart University. Bobby, good morning. What's happening?
2: Now, that's an introduction. Thank you very much. Uh, you tell me what's happening. Life is good.
1: Life is great, and you just don't know it's about to get better because you're my new business partner with my baseball academy in the Dominican Republic. Hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's looking for investors. He wants to put one up on the North Coast.
1: And wow, we at
2: Puerto Plata? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no kidding. I had a condominium there for about 30, 35 years. Oh,
1: well, you know the area well, and you know also that all the MLB academies are down in San Pedro de Macoris, that area, and we need something on the north coast.
2: Interesting and true. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. We, we should, should talk. We, we <laughs>
1: <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. But will David Ortiz allow it? <laughs> David Ortiz has nothing to do with this.
2: It's Nothing about Armando Benitez. He'd be the connect there. Oh.
1: There you go. And uh, who's the guy who played with the Twins a long time? Uh, Nelson something. Dang it. Huh.
2: I can see his I'll face. Think
1: I'll think of it, too, before we're done with you, hopefully. <laughs> Armando <Yeah>. Benitez. <laughs> I just got flooded with a bunch of memories
0: from the <laughs> early 2000s, Bobby. Oh. Thanks. He was a he was a hoot. Yeah. Well, you know, when he was great, he was so much fun to right. watch. A big old bastard coming out of bullpen, yeah. man, throwing 100 miles
1: an hour. And then he got to throwing at people's heads. He yeah. had brawls when he was with the Orioles. All right. Uh, anyway,
0: so let's talk about the 2017 and uh, and what happened yesterday. Uh, if you look at you, Darvish, and Sonny Gray on the move, which one of those deals did you like better?
2: Oh, wow. That's like asking which one of my fingers I like better. Those are two <laughs> great moves uh, to teams that <clears throat> needed exactly what they got. Um, I think the Dodgers, you know, I mean, they they are in it to win it all the way, and uh, you know, if they don't bring the trophy home, uh, it's going to be a disappointing season for them. Um, the Yankees keep building, uh, you know, with the young team that they had. They they needed Gray, they wanted Gray, they got Gray, and um, all all's, um, all joy in Bronx, uh, and all all joy in L.A.
1: And, and, Bobby, you just mentioned if it, the Dodgers don't win it all with this great record and and, and the trek that they're on, it's going to be a huge disappointment. Are you liking it to the Golden State Warriors setting a record for regular season wins in the NBA two years ago and yet not winning the championship?
2: I think that's what it would be um, compared to, yeah. But, you know, this is a terrific team. They're They're not only winning – Uh, During the season, they're developing young players as as they're doing it, uh, as the Yankees are and as Houston is. I mean, these are three spectacular teams. I guess we shouldn't uh, leave out the Cubs either. uh, As far as really great young players who are developing as they're winning at the major league level. Um, uh, It's fun to watch.
0: Is Brian Cashman doing the right thing, making sure that this year could be the year for them uh, with all the talent that they had in the minors? This was the first year that you're seeing Judge mature into what he is, a full year of Gary Sanchez, all these things. Do you think that this was the right time to go out and make as many deals as he has?
2: You know, Brian's been doing this for uh, 20 years or so, and uh, he's a master. He knows exactly what his fan base what his organization and what his uh team uh needs at all times and he's uh cautiously moving in the right direction he knows that these young players are in fact uh, young and that they're going to be with him a while and he wants his fan base to get behind them but he also knows that there's a yankee tradition that is built around winning and uh, it's only about winning and that's something that the fan base and um, the organization is uh, always concerned with. So um, somehow, some way, he has orchestrated, uh, I think, uh, the team in the right direction as often as anyone in, in the history of baseball. I think he has five or six World Series rings, and he's going for another.
1: Uh, uh, Bobby, I don't know if you've seen a lot of Aaron Judge since – the home run derby, all-star breaking all that. But he hasn't been the same kid. And sometimes that's just pitchers and organizations figuring you out. And other times it's you pressing and, and maybe losing your swing. Have you been able to, to see him? And, and what are your thoughts on the struggles he's uh, been en- enduring?
2: Yeah, I, I've watched him uh, a lot because I enjoy watching him. I think he is really, really special. And and I think he just lost an edge. You know, Jonesy, he, he – he, he came to the big leagues this year hoping to make the team. He made the team. Then he thought he uh, was hoping to be a starter. He became a starter. Then he became the third-place hitter. Then he became the best hitter in the American League. Then he made, he made the all-star team. He won the whole, uh, the uh, home run derby. And the commissioner said he's a face of baseball. Boom. Now you have to start all over again after five days off. And it's just a little tough to rekindle that flame uh, burning is as is, is bright as it was before the uh, All-Star break. So uh, I, I think it's just a little mental uh, edge that he's trying to recapture, and I think he will. And uh, as soon as he sees the finish line, you know, this, again, it's a long, long season. This is his first season in the major leagues. He's uh, starting August, which is usually... The last month of a minor league season, and it's the second to the last month or possibly even the third to the last month if they go all the way at the major league level. So it's a good time for him to take a deep breath, uh, and and I think he's going to hit 60 home runs. I think he his swing is as good as anyone's in baseball and obviously has a little size to go with it.
0: g o Jones with Bobby Valentine across the country on CBS Sports Radio, did you think that the deadline came and went for any team that dropped the ball and not going out and improving the team? Did anybody really miss an opportunity yesterday?
2: Well, you know, Houston is a, is in a situation where they are one of the top teams in baseball. Um, there, uh, there's no doubt about it. Their young talent is spectacular. And uh, they just have <laughs> – I thought they had a situation where – you know, one one major ad, one guy to um, uh, get up in the front of that rotation, one of the guys that either the Dodgers got or, or the Yankees got, if they got one of those two, I think they uh, would put themselves in the driver's seat. As it is, they're, they're passengers, and they're going to have a good ride. I just don't know if their ride can sustain uh, without that really good uh, starting pitcher on the top.
1: What are you expecting from 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 darvish i mean we, we've talked about his last outing hasn't been so stellar and he's dealt with injuries like a sunny gray
2: well, I think he got over the uh you know the <clears throat> tommy john situation that was uh, i thinking fifteen and um, you know i I've been around this guy for quite a while when you mentioned I managed in japan i Would have had three championships uh, instead of one if he wasn't on the opposition. He beat us in the final game twice, and um, I think he's as good a pitcher as there's ever been on the planet. Um, He's um, a guy that just uh, knows how to rise to the occasion and has great stuff. I think he got a little bored in Texas, and uh, I think he's going to relight his fire now.
0: What do you think about where the Cubs are right now? Do you believe that... Uh, with the recent resurgence, uh, the All-Star break and going out and making the deal for Quintana, uh, that this team should be looked at as just as good as anybody in the National League once again?
2: Yeah, I think the Cubs, um, I think they're back in the saddle, and I think uh, they are a very good team. Um, Whether or not they have enough in the tank uh, has yet to be seen. You know, we're talking about that long season. This is almost uh, too continuous seasons that these guys have had because uh not only did they you know go as far as you can into the season but then they had all the winter time, time hoopla so there there hasn't been a break for some of those guys for uh the better part of 18 months and if they could kick it in gear and and keep it going their talent can, can take them a long way
1: are you believing in the Nationals this year? And I think, I feel like I ask that question every year because they get to the playoffs. Everyone's expecting them to finally win a series, and it never comes to fruition.
2: Well, you know, the Nationals added three guys to their bullpen. And if they, if Dusty and that team can figure out how those three guys work the eighth and ninth inning, uh, you know, collectively to be dominant. I think the the Nationals are going to be uh playing game 7 of the National Championship against the Dodgers but um if uh if it continues to be the same woes if those guys are affected by the same um, whammy that every uh Washington National reliever has has had and they start giving up uh, leads in the eighth and ninth inning, uh, it's going to be more of the same at the end of the season.
0: There's so much talk about changes to baseball, whether it's pace of play or the All-Star game or all these conversations we've heard over the, the last few years. One thing I always think about is when a team is having the type of year that the Dodgers are having, you know, their reward for that regular season um, could just be home field advantage in a best of five because you know, in baseball being such a tricky game, it almost seems like a team that has that good of a regular season should be rewarded more heading into the postseason. As a manager, was that something that, that ever bothered you once they went to that system where a, a team could have this remarkable – I mean, they got 74 wins already. Uh, a team that's that good really doesn't benefit that much from that once they head into the postseason?
2: Yeah, I think that there should be more benefit. Um, and, uh, again, the last thing anybody wants to hear here here is to – take an idea from any other country, especially Japan. But, you know, to, um, to win there, when you get into the playoffs, if you win the division, you not only get all the games of the first round of the playoffs, but you also start with a win. Hmm. So the other team in the best of five has got to win three out of four where you, where you have to win two out of four. And um, I think that's the kind of advantage you should get If you win the division, I think it should be a distinct division. Um, uh, I mean, if you uh, have the best record in in, uh, your league, I think it should be a distinct advantage. And, um, you know, home field just uh, that doesn't really get it.
1: Bobby, uh, the the AL Central, it's getting tight. The Indians and Royals, big series for the Indians right now with Boss. Uh, Boston, they lost last night. Then the Yankees come to town. The Royals, though, uh, the resurgence there. Uh, what, what have we witnessed from the KC Royals?
2: You know, I, I think uh, L- Mustakis has uh, given him, given them that uh, added dimension. You know, the last time um, they won the World Series, they were a team that uh, could really, you know, take the count deep and, and get the little hit. Uh, during the game, when it was needed, I think uh, the power that uh, Mustakis has brought to that uh, uh, lineup has been a bit contagious, and now they're they're hitting balls over the fence uh, more regularly. That might be because of the bat or the ball, because something is juiced this year. But it is a different looking offense that uh, is a good thing because <laughs> I think they they needed to you know change their identity a little to take on the Indians, and I think the Indians are a team that uh, feels they are destined. They got so close last year. They're healthy this year, and um, I, I think they have a, a, a good chance also of repeating uh, as as things move forward.
0: Another minute or so with Bobby Valentine on CBS Sports Radio. The Mets are calling up the top prospect, according to who you talked to in all of baseball, Ahmed Rosario, and they're going to call him up on the road at Colorado which seems like a nice landing spot for him. Do you think that when you're dealing with a call-up of someone as highly touted as that, that when you call him up in what ballpark and where is important?
2: It it has some degree of importance. I mean, you don't want him having his first game against you, Darvish. Uh, Yet sometimes that stuff works. And I think they've been too protective of the kid. I I think there's – uh, there, there must be a flaw in uh, flaw flaw in this guy's um, uh, package, and that's just a you know off the cuff kind of comment uh, uh, because they've been so protective of him. I, I think if he has the kind of talent that these young guys who have come up uh, have exhibited, and there's so many outstanding, less than 24 year old uh, players in the major leagues. If he's with them, uh, put, him, put him into the frying pan. You don't have to worry about how what the temperature is. He'll, he'll be able to withstand it.
1: Fry him up. Drop him <laughs> in the grease,
2: baby. you got to make sure it's <laughs> boiling, too, when you get him down there.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you about the milestone Adrian Beltre uh, hit the other day. 3,000 hits. I guess he's 3,001. He had another one last night. Uh, your thoughts on Beltre and, and his career?
2: spectacular career obviously uh you know he's been a, an all-star on the field in the clubhouse in the dugout uh a, a man's man everyone loves him everyone respects him and incredibly um he's the first dominican born player to um unless you, uh, I guess again unless you count Alex and uh, I don't think Alex was born in the dominican he no. is dominican but a dominican born player to get 3000 hits and um you know, I, I've played and against, managed against, and played with um, some of the finest hitters of my lifetime, and many of them were Dominican, and uh, to think that he's the first to reach that plateau is, is uh, a credit a credit to a great career.
0: You know, we never ask you about Sacred Heart. You join us all the time, and we mm-hmm. never give you a question about that, so why don't you, uh, you know, pump your chest out a little bit about Sacred Heart and what's going on there?
2: Well, probably the... Um, Coolest thing that's happened is uh, we got our first win at the major league level, um, and you guys should have done your homework to know that uh, uh, the the Angels pitcher three days ago was a Sacred Heart grad that got the that got the W. Oh, nice! Yeah, and uh, I'm going to have your research guys before we hang up <laughs> give you that information so you could say it, remember it, and. Uh, Keep it forever.
0: <laughs> forever. That's, that might be a little long, but we—I'll make sure we give him a pop. How about that?
2: that Necessary is. to be done.
0: <laughs> hey, Bobby, it's always great talking to you. Thanks for the time this morning.
2: Thanks, guys. Make sure you get me my my, my boy. I'm I'll, I'm going to call in. I'm going to call in. Okay. Get it done. All right,
1: I'll get you that paperwork on that deal in Porta Plata. Thanks, guys. Right.
2: There
0: he goes, Bobby Valentine, <laughs> former manager. And currently, the AD at Sacred Heart University. Yeah, I don't even know if he knew the guy's name. Or he I don't said believe it. he did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he wanted us to do the research.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a nice way of yeah trying to skirt around the issue of him not even knowing the guy's name. Yeah, Troy Scribner.
1: Oh, the Troy Scribner. Scribner. Yeah. How do we not know
0: that? Of course, the Scribner. 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 I and mean, when I was had those couple of days off this past week, I mean, that's all I was actually thinking of was Scribner <laughs> the entire time. So I can't believe I forgot. I just added him on my fantasy team. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> Scripps. They call him Scripps. Yeah. That's what <laughs> they do. They do now. Clayton
2: Kershaw and Scripps. That's right. Hand
0: in hand. It's like Drysdale and Koufax. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
1: That clock at four.
0: Donchich.